Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast, and we are joined by NRL Hall of Famer, Ruben Wiki. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us tonight. This episode is brought to you by our proud sponsor, Gold Coast Trading Cards. They are an authorized TLA trading card dealer, and they are the NRL collector's choice from box breaks to individual cards they sell thousands of them from the 1960s up until recent 2020s and into the future 2021s coming out next year be sure to get all of your nrl trading card needs at gold coast trading card no thank you for having me mate thank you no it's it's our pleasure um so i mean let's get started your junior days your grassroots is actually union from what i'm led to believe with the otahuhu leopards what was that like so Otahu Leopards is actually rugby league. Oh, it is. Sorry. Sorry. It is, mate. So I didn't really play much union. So my first first club before Otahu Leopards was the Otara Scorpions. Okay. So I'm an Otara, Otara boy, and I started with the Otara Scorpions at the tender age of eight, and then I had a sabbatical from 10 to 3, 13, mm-hmm. and then I went over to the Otahu Leopards from 13 to 19. Okay, and what was the um, the driving factor to go from there over to Australia to try and, you know, maybe get signed by a club? There was no dream of going to Australia. Oh. <laughs> I, was just, I was just playing footy with my mates, yep. um, watching the Winfield Cup on TV, and this, you know, they looked good. It was, I never thought I'd see myself going over there, but it was probably a dream to play for my country, uh, wanted to be like Mal Meninga. Yep. But things kind of fell in my in my in my 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 path, and I just took those opportunities. Yeah, fair. Well, I mean, I think the rugby league world is better for it, and probably very grateful that you did because you ended up having a star-studded career. You know, you got to play alongside Mal Meninga at the Raiders, <laughs> and you won the '94 Grand Final. What was it like going from you know, uh, as you said, junior days type stuff at at Otahuhu, and then winning a Winfield Cup Grand Final like within a matter of a few years? Yeah, it was a, it was a crazy ride, mate. So. Uh, take it back to 1992 when yep. um, Dean Lance and Tim Sheens come over to try and pick up some players from New Zealand. So in 1992, there was a Pacific Cup mm-hmm. uh, going on in Auckland and I was playing for the New Zealand Maoris. Uh, the likes of Noan Andruku was playing for Fiji. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they came. There was a lot of coaches that came over and wanted to pick up some some players from New Zealand and in their competition. So we're blessed to get the opportunity to go over there. So Quinton Pongi was in my team and so was Johnny Lomax. So there's your um, your fearsome two front rows in the 1994 right there. Yep. And the flying Fijian, known as Druku, was picked wow. up from that tournament as well. So I was pretty blessed to get that opportunity too. So uh, the first initial meeting with Tim was come over for a couple of years and see how you go and you get to meet your idol, da-da-da, yep. and the <laughs> rest is history, mate. Yeah, the rest you, is history. You're not wrong. Um, you then spent the better half of 10 years, actually uh, 12 years, sorry, from at the Raiders, and then you jetted back home to the Warriors. What was it like? Was it sort of like a full circle thing for you sort of thing? Uh, well, I was only supposed to play two years with the Raiders. Oh, wow. But, so my contract was only for two years. 
And then I went through that court battle with the Warriors. Mm. So I signed, signed up. I don't know what I signed. So <laughs> was it a contract or something I signed or a, a letter of agreement to come back to New Zealand to play the 1995 uh, Warriors team. But um, I changed my mind and spoke to Tim Sheens about it. And then we ended up going to court over my services. So this is a, a story that goes way, way back. And yeah, wow. My nickname, my nickname back then was Two City Wiki, Which City Wiki. So, wow. I set out. I set out for about three months in the court battles, and we went head to head with the Warriors. And I was, we made that contract non non void, and I ended up staying with the Raiders um, for another ten years. Wow. Wow, that's. That's insane. As in, some people dream of just getting one game, and I know. you managed to play over three hundred, which is amazing. Um, yeah. And you, you claim the way you managed to keep your fitness up, not just obviously the training, was drinking a, a drink of kava at the end of every game. Uh, what do you? What, what did the kava do for you? Do you reckon? So the kava was introduced to myself and the team after the grand final was on our second day of celebrations, and it was. From Noah, Noah rang the Fijian embassy to bring a Tanoa down, which holds the kava, down to the pub in Queenbian mm-hmm. to mix a mix a bowl. So we dabbled in the kava, and I actually enjoyed it, and nice and medicinal and relaxing. So I started drinking the kava a little bit more, and uh, when I got a bit older, hitting my late twenties. I decided to take the carver on a lot more serious. So every after every game, I'll hook up with the local boys in Queanbeyan and mix a mix a bowl. So I had some really good positive um, attributes to help with the recovery. Mm. So that's why I ended up hitting the carver buzz. Now that's good to hear. That's really good to hear. You hit quite a few milestones during your career, um, being the first New Zealander to reach 300 first-grade NRL games, 55 tests for the Kiwis, NRL Hall of Fame inductee, among many other milestones. Which of which milestone do you like personally see as your number one highlight during your career? Uh, probably my my debut first. My day my debut for the Green Machine, 1993 on the wing at Bruce Stadium. So yeah. that's a highlight. That would so that's, amazing. Yeah, so play with Mount Meninga. So that's that was a dream come true. We actually still friends t- to this day, that team. So we always keep in touch. And that's the good thing about rugby league. Yeah, the relationships that uh, become, you know, for life. Mm. Especially when you win a grand final. Th- yeah, that's what I've been told. It's kind of like... Again, I haven't experienced it, but from what I've been told, you know, from guests and stuff, they say that, you know, it's one thing to be a team and it's, a, it's you kind of get that brotherly type bond when once Absolutely. you win a grand final. Absolutely, mate. And like, it's the same with the Kiwis when we beat the Australians. It's yep. just bittersweet for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, that's awesome. In 2007, after retiring, you, uh, I think it was, you know, was it 08 that you retired, wasn't it? Yep, 2008. Sorry, I was brain fighting hard for a second. In 07, though, you did actually receive the Order of New Zealand Merit for services to Rugby League. What was it like getting that honour from, you could say, more or less the Queen? 
Yeah, and I was pretty starstruck with that with that um, that medal being you know bestowed with that title. So especially when he had put ONZM at the end of my signature, <laughs> now I was like, wow, that's pretty flash. Yeah. But then then also getting the opportunity to meet the Queen in 2009, wearing my medal that she uh, bestowed on me. So that was a bonus as well for a South Auckland boy getting to meet the Queen. Yeah, well, you would again, yeah, you would have been thinking, you know, as a kid, oh, you know, I'll, I'm, I'll just play footy with my mates. Next minute, meeting the Queen because of your services to footy. Crazy, <laughs> eh? Crazy, eh, mate? Oh, if only. Like, that's, that's yeah. again, stuff people dream about. Um, yeah. Now, during, as you said, you did your, uh, word vomit, your personal highlight is your first grade um, debut. And obviously, I'm going to say probably second to be, you know, beating the Aussies and also the 94 grand final. Which game do you personally, as in internationally, do you hold, you know, as a as your best personal highlight when playing against the Aussies? Uh, well, we're, we're going to go back to 2005. Yep. Captaining the team to beating the... Australian team, 24 nil. Yeah, nilling so them, yep. Alan wrote, yeah, so it's been a long, long time coming, and I'm just glad I was I was able to do that uh, as the captain mm. and for my country. So we we drank some kava that night, mate. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Honestly, that's so awesome. Um, and you did come out of retirement, you could say briefly, for two stints. The first one in 2009 for the Samoan residence team for a Samoa, mm-hmm. t- Samoa tsunami relief match, um, which you have Samoan heritage. What was, you know, what was the vibe and everything in general about, you know, for that game and everything, you know, to do with it? Well, for me, Bain, it was personally, because it, it's, Part of my heritage on my mum's side, um, I wanted to give back to Samoa and to put that jersey on. You know, I'm representing all my relatives in Samoa that were hit by that tsunami at that time. So I just felt it was right to come out of retirement and do this. Yeah. Uh, and, and to actually lead the team was a you know a bonus in itself. So very humbling, and you know, I wish I was able to do it. A few more times, but uh, I'm just glad I was able to wear the jersey at least once for my uh, mum's family. That's awesome. And then the second stint was for the 2017 Auckland Nines. You come out of retirement for the Warriors Nines team. What was that like? Well, <laughs> I watched I watched Ken Agus do it. I watched Jason Kroger do it. So might as well, you yeah. know, Brad Filler doing Steve Menzies. So I said, mate. Might as well. It's only like freaking nine minutes. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll be okay. But uh, it was good fun, you know, getting out there again. And But there was a process for us plus 40-year-old veterans. They, we had to go through some uh, tests. Oh, did you have to meet fitness criteria? Yep. Check our heart, check our uh, yo-yo tests, check everything. And it was That's like, good that they have those extensive tests because the last thing they want is you guys to, you know, get seriously attack. injured. Yeah, or, or have a heart attack, that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, but it was good, man. And I'm good that good policy to have for plus 40, 40-year-olds 40 trying to act like they're 20. Oh, so. <laughs> for sure. And as, as I'm sure you've heard, the Legends of League event, um, do you think if they were to bring in a New Zealand team or Warriors team or even a Canberra team, do you think you'd, you know, you'd pull on the boots again because that's a nines format as well? 
Yeah, big time. Yeah, I'll, I'll stray straight in there. And <laughs> well, it's like, if, what, yes, should, okay. what should we? The Canberra team should be in there. Oh, no, I reckon I, there should be a Canberra team at least. Well, because yeah, they can't absolutely. go with Raiders or Warriors because not NRL affiliated. They've got to go with yeah, Canberra or New Zealand. So I yeah. reckon they should. And easily, you should definitely be in one of those teams. Even the Barbarians team, which is teams that aren't in the team, but, yeah. you know, sort of thing. They should at least approach, I reckon. Is it? Are they just trying, just trying to focus on all the Sydney teams? Um, they had a they had Brisbane, um, and then the rest is yeah, basically Sydney. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I think they could definitely go with at least um, you know a Canberra team or a yeah. New Zealand team, which it would it would be great. It would be yeah, really uh, great. So if uh, they're listening or watching when this when this episode yes. drops, hit up Ruben Wiki and you guys you know can time. sort that I'm out. Keen. I'm keen. <laughs> if you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? Superpower? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably invisible. Yeah. <laughs> so I can hide from my wife from when the chores are up. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, during your playing career, what was your way that you liked to relax? Not after a game, because that was Carver, but, you know, throughout the week, did you play golf? Did you play guitar? What, what was your relaxation? Uh, probably just hanging out with the kids, you know, spending some time with the kids, uh, coming through the Raiders days anyway, because my kids... Our kids were born in Canberra, so I just because our schedule was so busy, it's like full on with professional training. Um, you know, I took up some studying while I was playing. So okay, what did you study? Well, I was always always curious about how the body functions, so I went to the strength and strength and conditioning side of things. So well, I'm still at, I'm still at school now. So forty eight years old and trying to be a nerd. Just what are you studying back. now then? Same thing? Uh, or? No, yeah, sports rec and exercise. So there's three of us in the in our bubble that we've gone back to school. So my wife, my daughter, and myself. Because um, yeah, 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 never get comfortable. Eh? Yeah, nice. Um, and what are your thoughts on the Warriors and the Raiders seasons? You know, for 2021, and how you think they'll go? Well, I think uh, start with the Warriors uh, being based in Australia. It's going to be a lot. Uh, lot more easier for them to focus mm. but I, you know i think with the the families coming over as well to spend time with their yeah. loved ones is a bonus in itself yeah for and sure in the last couple of games they've been really really good you know the with the new boys with yep. um the big boys adam Fanor, Blake, Blake. yeah uh, murdoch Masella. murdoch Masella, and uh you got siren in there too yeah yep, you got Sarah. yep bailey siren yep so, and Aiken from the Dragons? Yeah, well, he's currently out for the next, like, four months. But, yes, he was... He? was yeah, he did his ankle in round one. Holy hecka. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, anyway, they, they got a good balance there. And, they do, you know, yeah. Some of the young kids coming through will, you know, from... They're going on the past performance when, when they're in Australia. If they carry on that perform, they'll be, they'll be up there. Mm. And right. with the Raiders, the Raiders were just, you know, they'll be gutted from the previous years and and knowing knowing Sticky, they will be wanting um, them to put their best foot forward. So, uh, you know, you've got Sia Soliola, he's one of the old OGs there. Yep. He'll make sure they stay humble and be Joshy um, and Chance at the back. they just got good balance there, I think. I think and, they do, yeah. Yeah, real good balance. Yeah, honestly, I think so. Um, and that brings up a good topic with Ricky because you played alongside Ricky at the Raiders. And um, 
you played you played against him in the sense of you continued playing when he went on to coaching. What was it like playing alongside him and then playing against him, but when he was a coach? Well, I think playing alongside Sticky, his his uh, will to win at any cost mentality was portrayed right through that whole team. So yep. you, had, you had to make sure you're on your game because he'll tell you. He'll tell you <laughs> on the field. Oh, yeah. You know? I think that kind so, of portrays into his coaching life absolutely, as well. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and you know, if you know when he went into coaching, he did the same thing. So I knew he wanted the boys to you know, put their best foot forward every time. Mm. So he's a, he's a competitor. And that's the thing about being at the Raiders. They compete with you know for everything and the professionals i had in 94 i learned so much from every individual and it was the standards were high and if you come below that you're not going to be in the team Mm. now that's fair um do you think he personally i mean obviously it's not uh, you'd be word vomit just let me do a quick click so i can edit that bit out so um as we just mentioned, you know, you did play alongside him and you played against him, but when he was a coach, do you think that as a player, him with him personally, he didn't expect anything less than what he was willing to give himself as a player? Yeah. So for him personally, he wanted to win everything. Yeah. And that's just fed off, his persona fed off everyone else. So we, we, we wanted to be like Ricky, you know, and, you know, he had Laurie Daly, Brady Clyde, all the actions spoke. So we just had to do our part. Yeah. And if you stepped out of line, <laughs> you, you. You, you'll yeah, verbally tell you. <laughs> Big time. Fair enough. Um, who do you think are some standout players in the current modern game at the moment? Canberra's uh, number six. Yep, Jack Whiten. Yep. Yep. He's got a bit of mongrel in him, you know, and... He's a competitor. He competes at everything, and I, I really like watching him play. Uh, Josh, Josh Papali, yeah, Papali, oh, what a know. legend! Yeah, old pups, big papa. He's, he's doing awesome stuff, you know, from the from the young from a young age to now. Now he's one of the one of the leaders going coming through, you know. And yep. you know, look, you look at Tedesco; he's just a freak. Oh, he is, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, crazy. Even and the Morris Pappenhausen boys. as well. And, yeah, and the Morris boys, they're still going. Yeah, they're like 30, 34. Something like so, that, I think, yeah. And still got the wheels, you know. So there's a lot of talent out there, and the games get a lot faster. So, you know, the boys definitely have to look after themselves, you know. They can't get too complacent. Yeah. And uh, making sure their the balance off, off the field is in check. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Like, they're not... Again, like not going too crazy when they're not playing footy. Absolutely. No, I get you. Um, what are you doing with yourself these days? As you did say, you are studying. Is there anything else that you're doing? So my contract ran out with the Warriors last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, the wife and I have been doing group fitness training since I retired. Mm-hmm. And we have just purchased the gym. Oh, wow. So we're going into our second year now, and the, the name of the gym is WikiWorks Fitness. Yep. If anyone who's in the area, I'll link <laughs> it in the description. <laughs> Absolutely. We're on the website, uh, wikiworksfitness.co.nz, and we're based where it all began, back in Ōtara. 
So I've gone home so, to give back to my people. Wow, that's awesome. So that's why we went back to school because it all ties in. Yeah, that does. It really does. Mm. Um, looking back, obviously, on an illustrious career, you could say, as I mentioned those milestones before, um, it's it's honestly crazy to think about. What was it like getting inducted into the NRL Hall of Fame alongside Stacey Jones? For 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 Stacey and I, because you know we play we've been playing we've been playing for a lot of a lot of years, and to get acknowledged in the Hall of Fame with the NRL, that is huge for us Kiwi boys. You know, mm. you know Mark Graham is another one. Yep, and. Um, to be amongst those players that I've played against and played played with is a huge honour. You know, I, on that night, Ricky Stewart gave me my jacket. Oh. Mal Meninga was in the crowd. Brady Clyde. You know, the list goes on. You know, Laurie Daly. The people you started your career with and people you That's finished I mean. it with, which is such a Stacey. It was all a it's full crazy. circle type moment, was it? It's, it was crazy, mate. And I was still pinching myself. You know, I was like, <laughs> Um, because I thought we were supposed to just get the jacket and that's it, but we yep. had to speak. Oh, okay. I had nothing planned, mate. So <laughs> just I did I, actually I, watch the speech the other day on YouTube, and it's quite a good speech. Oh, that's just come off the cuff. Wow. So like, oh well, okay. Let's just go with it. So I'm the Hoff now, going around in New Zealand. They call <laughs> me the Hoff. So I just made made some stuff up, but huge honour. So you know, I never thought I'd get that far let alone be in the hall of fame for the nrl no that's fair um from what i'm from what i can remember in 2008 was your final year and you had a you had a wicked beard the whole team and the warriors (laughs) were like we're gonna you know they grew as much facial hair as they could in honor of you doing your retirement sort of season um was that what was that what was uh, word vomit was that what the beards and all that was about with the team that year uh, it was a it was a funny 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 year that one. Um, I wasn't ready to retire. Okay. It was a um, a business decision. Okay. So in two thousand eight, I was the oldest in the NRL. Yeah, you were. So we weren't going too flash, and um, they kind of wanted to probably get some new young players in. So. I think they wanted me to retire earlier. Gotcha. But so you sort of I didn't want to I didn't want to go. Okay. Wow. So yeah, we went through a, a tough month, you know, so like just asking people that I I trust in uh, their opinion and what should I do? So my wife was part of that decision too, you know, they you know, the club was trying to push me out you know so this is this this is and that and that is why the beards come into the fray okay (laughs) collective team bond yeah the beards is more powerful than anything else you'll ever come out in the team sport so um i ended up playing reserve grade okay uh for one game I was on like I think it was on two hundred and ninety eight games and they wanted me to retire. Oh. 
yeah. two game two games short of three hundred. That's I know what a kick in what a kick where it hurts, you know. Yeah, I know. It's, I think it's just it's, just, it's a business, you know. They got to do what they have to do, but it's like but that's still a bit of a uh, for, for me. It's the principle of the thing and yeah, a bit of loyalty and uh, it's. I said, well, how about you let me play my three hundred and mm. they will call it quits, but they they weren't budging. Wow. So. So I just went to play reserve grade, spoke to the boys. You know, I was pretty shattered. You know, I spoke to Michael Witt. There's yep. um, one why I was crying and kind of told the story, and then he passed it on to everyone else, and then the bond. The beard. To, and the, yeah, the to finish, because I played the reserve grade game, and then I was called back into the team, and then I just we grew the beards, and then we had that run to the finals. Yeah. And fell short one game. You know, Menzi was retiring that year, so it was either him or me, and it was him. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you you ended up um, beating you, you the Warriors that year were the first team in eighth position to beat the the team that got the minor premiership, which were Melbourne that year in the finals. What did that feel like, especially given what you just told us with all the shit that had been going on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we had nothing to lose, mate, and exactly. you know we, 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 we were just going to go out with guns blazing, and it was a, like a farewell for a farewell for another four weeks. Yep. You know, so <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. So we just played some footy, had some fun, and we win. We we win. We go into the next round. We lose. Then we're out. So yeah, that's and fair. That's what, did, and that's what, what we did. Did you have a really good Mad Monday that that year? Yeah, yeah, I did, mate, with the boys and uh, to see the season out and uh, the career and get your three hundredth. Well, more than, but you ended up getting your three hundredth game. As much as they didn't want to give it to you, you got it. Yeah, it's crazy. I ended up finishing like, yeah, I know, it's crazy. Eh? I think but it was like three eleven. I think in the world like of that. sport, mate, it's there's lost a loss of twist. Yeah, three eleven, mate. It would have been like three fifty if I didn't get suspended so much. <laughs> That's fair. Do you think, um, as you just said, you know, you personally weren't ready to retire? Do you think um, you had like maybe two or three more years? If obviously you weren't the oldest player in rugby league at the time, you physically could have gone on for maybe two or three more seasons. Yeah, probably not in the NRL. Probably have to go to the UK. Oh, okay. You know, so just just being smart and a bit of logic. Yeah. Uh, the games, the players are getting younger and the games get a lot quicker. So, but I just decided to hang the boots up and focus on my family. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, closing this out because um, I can't really think of anything else to talk about unless you have anything you want to talk about. Uh, well, it's funny. I ended up going back to the Warriors a few years later. Oh, you did to be. Well, let's bring that to up. be in the S- to be in the S and C. Well, how was that given how you kind of – how did that go given the, you know, um, history that you had at the back end of your career there? Uh, It's in the past, mate. You just got to move on. You know, it's business call and we can't cry too much. You just got to move on. Cop it on the chin. Yeah, yeah, cop it on the chin and then focus on the actual new talent that's coming through and pass on the knowledge that I've picked up. Is that my, the role that you just okay. recently finished the contract as last year? Was that SNC? Yes, yes, yep. So from 2009 to current, yeah, I was there at the Warriors that wow. long. 
and obviously it, I can't, cannot. I just remembered, by the way, I cannot bring, cannot interview you without asking about tackling that streaker. What was that like on that day? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, it was I a good think, tackle, thought, though. It was a good yeah, tackle. Yeah, yeah. I think there was just a moment. We were in Dunedin, half time, and it just caught caught corner corner of my eye. So I said, "Well, duty of care." as a trainer, is mm. to protect the players. So, yep. Well, I mean, you I never just, know. That dude could have ended up trying to yeah. Yeah, get to the players. Yeah. Exactly. So it was a reaction. So I just went to go tackle him. No, so that's fair. It's funny. They, the, next day they got, the next day they got him on the radio to, uh, to chat about it. <laughs> Did he get fined said, or anything? Yeah, he got about $2,000 fine. Okay. And he's not allowed, not allowed back at that stadium. Okay. And um, the front page was just me with my face in his yeah. butt. <laughs> so the angle was pretty bad. The angle was bad, but it was a textbook tackle, though. Honestly, if you watch the footage, anyone who's listening, watch <laughs> the footage. It's a textbook tackle. Um, that's where you learn. That's when you learn at minors, mate. Cheek to cheek. Yeah, which I, which I, yeah, literally, <laughs> which I guess that kind of made it go full circle because it was cheek to cheek. Yeah. Um, Ah, uh, let's see what else I've got listed. Um, Mo Farbao Warriors, uh, Otahu Leopards. Speaking of your time with the Otahu Leopards, you did actually um, play with a future All Black with Tana Umaga. So this was, was Junior Kiwis, nineteen ninety-two. That's the one. Sorry, brain farting. What was that like? Uh, yeah, well, Tana, Tana, come back from a, a league background. We played Junior Kiwis, beat the Australian schoolboys who haven't been beaten in a long, long time. And Steve Menzi was playing oh, wow. against against us. Uh, but, yeah, Tana chose a different path, went to the All Blacks, and I stayed with league, and he became a captain for the All Blacks, and I became a captain of the Kiwis, and we still keep in touch to this day, but it's funny how the uh, paths go away. Yeah. It's, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, as like like you just mentioned, you became captain of the Kiwis, and he ended up becoming captain of the All Blacks. But you both started mm. at the same sort of spot, which is really yeah. yeah it's really interesting to to think about. Um, yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, well, it's just like you get the opportunity to play the game you love, and then you have a few little hurdles in there, and you go a different path. So that's the way it is. Yeah. Um, and I guess. Wrapping it up, uh, what advice would you give to any youngsters who want to try and make it in, you know, first grade rugby league or whatever their passion is? So, two pieces of advice. So, always treat people the way you want to be treated back. And the best gift you can give anyone is your time. Okay. Mad Butcher. Yep. I know. Well, I don't know him, but as in, I know of him. I've read his stuff, seen his stuff. Honestly, the Mad Butcher is great. Um, so, shout out to the Mad Butcher. Shout out to the Mad Butcher. And I think one last topic I just thought of. Um, again, mm-hmm. I'm just probably just going to keep thinking of him, but that's all right. Yep. Um, which coach do you think had the most influence during your career? As in, on your personal game and, you know, growth in general. Oh, personal game. Well, Tim Sheens was you know, first grade coach back then, but... I actually played 21s prior to playing with Tim Sheens and Craig Bellamy was the coach. Okay. At the uh, for the under 21s, 
and <laughs> he hasn't changed one bit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he has, off the field, he is the nicest gentleman that you'd ever meet. And um, then so, I had so Coach Bellamy and Craig Bellamy are two totally different people. Absolutely, that's passion. Yeah, and it's the same as same as Sticky. Yep, he's the same. Uh, reserve grade coach was Dean Lance, mm -hmm. the great Dean Lance from the Raiders. So I had some pretty good um, mentors that have been in the system for a while. And if you look at the history of the coaches that are in the NRL, they started in Canberra. Yeah. You know, Madge Maguire. Wayne Bennett uh, even. I think, Kevin, yeah, I Kevin, think even he started. Kevin Walters. Yep. You know, so there's Mal Meninga. The list goes on. So there's something brewing in Canberra. Definitely. The, must be the milk. I was literally about to say maybe it's the milk. It's uh, the milk, mate. What are your thoughts on the milk um, getting the front sponsorship again for the Raiders this year? Oh, when I saw that, I was like, man, just flashbacks, you know? Yeah. Yeah, flashback, good memories, uh, good war stories. And we actually, I, I still have a chat chat group on Messenger with the ex-Raiders. Is the so group still, chat called Up the Milk? <laughs> yeah, Raiders 94. Ah. Raiders 94. <laughs> so always keep in touch with you know all the boys to see how they're going. Uh, it was Jason Kroger's birthday last week, so we always, you know, we always... We're always ticking our boxes, you know, making sure everyone's uh, health and well-being is in check. Yeah, of course, which given in this this world's current climate and mental health being a very big thing, Absolutely. especially given, you know, CTE potential from back in the day, it's, it's really important to, you know, really push for that. And what are your thoughts in personally about CTE as a whole? Do you, like, yeah. Well, I reckon it's really important, mate. You know, it's... We play that any sport you play for a long, you have a long career, and then it just stops. Yep. If you don't have a plan B, yeah, there's going to be nowhere. there's going to be thoughts going through your mind. What do I do next? You know. Mm -hmm. So and that puts a lot of pressure on yourself as uh, the man of the house or the provider. So a lot of bad thoughts into the, the mind mind space. So we got to make sure for the young youth coming through with some help from the older generators who have been there and got through this to just make sure they're ready uh, for after they finish their footy. Yeah, because as they say, footy doesn't last forever. You wish it, you wish it would, eh? But <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, so you just got to get the balance right, making sure you've got some good people and make sure you speak up, you know, and don't try and solve it on your own if you can't. That's fair. Did, as you said, you um, did a bit of study while you were playing rugby league. Was that your start of your plan B to go into, you know, oh, sorry, SNC and all that? Yeah, well, the wife and I were always uh, big on giving back through fitness. And we started small with four people in a garage. And I mean, start of... with what you know. You were paid to train, basically, when you were yeah, playing. Yeah, so group fitness is our, our forte, so we okay. might as well stick with it, you know, yeah. and... and from that, other teams come to our gym mm -hmm. and we pass on what I've learned through the years. You know, it's all about their pay it forward, you know, yeah. which I believe it's, is real. I'm, I'm a very big believer in pay it forward as well. And speaking of, um, you know, uh, 
you know, families and whatnot, as you just said, you help our families with group fitness. Your sister, Jermaine, actually played for the Kiwi Ferns. Um, what, yes. was that, what was that like? Did you go to the game? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, a huge, huge achievement for our family anyway. And my, my sister's really shy, but, you know, all around the world, I've always been asked the question, who's the hardest hitter? And she's, she's the hardest hitter that I've come across. She used to fold me in half all the time. <laughs> and speaking yeah. of hardest hitter, let's go with toughest team in particular that you went up against during your time. Toughest team. Mm-hmm. We had some good battles with the Broncos. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a Broncos fan, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get in trouble with that shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm wearing it because I've got a Raiders legend. <laughs> I think I've seen your photos. There's a lot of Broncos Broncos, power, power Broncos. Power Broncos, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, the, the Broncos in the 90s were the... They were the team to beat. Yeah, and like for two teams, uh, one team in the cities, good clashes for us. Them coming down to Bruce Stadium and us going up to Suncorp. So, yeah, we're good battles, you know, and with uh, Langer and freaking Talis and Brad Thorne, Webke, Petro. Oh. You know, <laughs> crazy, yeah, crazy battles. Who is your favourite player to go up against individually? Because you knew it was you were in for a tough game, but a good game. Well, I played a lot of positions. So. Okay, well, let's go at so, uh, let's go at centre, winger, and Steve, a, and a prop. So probably centre Steve Renoff, yep. the pearl. Yep. Uh, back row always had good battles with Gordon Tellis. Front row Petro. Yep, um, that's all the positions I played. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and it's touching on your time as captain of the Kiwis. What was it like, um, you know, being told, "Hey, you're captain." You know, you, you got to captain your country. Yeah, so I'm not known for a guy who talks too much. That's so <laughs> I kind of lead by action. So, yep. and I think the boys kind of knew my personality and kind of went with it. So when I spoke, they listened. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I never saw myself as a captain, but they must they have seen did. something. Yeah. yeah, so I just went with it and stuck to what I knew and how I grew up and didn't change. And I've, I've been there, I've been the same ever since. Honestly, that's great. Um, mm. I was trying to think if there's anything else to talk about. There's plenty to talk about. But it's just more trying to keep it in about an hour's uh, time. Well, we can touch on the reason why I was successful yeah. is because there's behind every good, great man is a, a better, a better, better half, woman, yeah. better half, you know. So I acknowledge my wife, Santa. We've been together since 1991. Wow. And she's been through. All the highs and lows. From what I from what I could find out when I googled it, she left the air force to come over to Australia with you, or a police force or something. When you uh, to yeah, come army. over to Australia, yeah, she left the army for she put it on hold for a couple of years. That's a ride or die type of person. Yeah, and she sacrificed so much for our bubble. And my kids were born in Queanbeyan, Canberra. So while I was on tour. She was looking after the kids. Oh, wow. And, you know, and it's, everyone will probably tell the story that you interview that, you know, the wife holds it down for 
for us men, and it's true. They do. They hold everything down, the financial side of things, making sure the kids are uh, looked after. Because at the end of the day, the footy is a nine-to-five for you. Correct. And now this this uh, chapter now mm-hmm. is the best chapter because I get to do this chapter with her and my kids yeah. without too many distractions. Yeah. There's no f- have to go to training, have to go to the <laughs> footy, have to go away to Australia yeah, yeah. for next week Absolutely. for a match sort of thing. Absolutely. So it's we have a you know, we're big on compromising and she's done that for a long, long time and now it's my turn to give back to her. So she's in her last year on it with her degree, so I wanted to see her cross that podium and so do I so so is my daughter. And um yeah, so now I can support them. Yeah. Well they get, well do what they're doing. To repay their supportiveness of you during your career. Correct. Yeah, and that's and that's part of longevity. Having a good, good, good partner that uh, is knows your your goals, and also good friends that are going to keep you honest. Yeah, for sure. Um, Wow. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, I'm just trying to think. The honestly, that really that I'm going to end. I'm not going to end the recording just yet, but I'm, when I edit it, I'm going to make that part the ending, if that makes yeah, sense. Cool. Yeah, all so good, I, man. I, I think that's that's a really good thing, to, a really good bit to end on. Um, yeah. Oh, let's see. Um, so how long have you been, As uh, you did say how long, but more of a, um, do you do more than just group stuff with, with uh, word vomit, with wiki works? God, no, there's, there's uh, youth Active youth, we've just started with the teenagers. Okay. And they're, uh, it's a program we started last year, giving back to our youth that are coming through and making sure we're teaching them life skills through fitness. So how you approach fitness is how you approach life. you got to take um, – you got to take risk. you got to you got to persevere and, and – it has some resilience, so that's just like in in work, in life, in sports. It's all all intertwines, mate. So yeah. uh, we also do some PTs, yeah. But it's mainly group focused sort of stuff. Yeah, group folks, group group fitness suits us because it's like a family environment. Yeah, and that's something we've created at the gym. That's awesome. Um, last year, when the world went into lockdown. What yep. was you? What what was yours and your family's Netflix binge? Ooh. Mm. Well, there was a few actually. There was your freaking Oh, what was it called? See, I've forgotten. Oh, Game <laughs> of Thrones. There's Game of Thrones. Yep. Uh all the Marvel movies. Uh all the docos. Did yep. you watch that Michael Jordan doco recently? Yes, yes, we watched that one. We watched that one. Uh, a lot of training. There was lots of training in between. Yeah, that would have Lockdowns, been. It, you know. it would have helped keep you busy, you know. Yeah. So when our gym closed, we created Zoom for oh, our okay. yep. for our clients to keep them active. So we still we were still active in the gym, but on Zoom. So yeah. 
No, you that's know? good. That's that's really good because some people need that structure sort of thing. Yeah. Which I'm so sure you're think, one of those people that needs that sort of structure given yeah. the structure of rugby league. Yeah. So uh, the wife and I are pretty OCD, so it's <laughs> like our gym's probably the cleanest in Auckland. <laughs> <laughs> so if you came and visited. But, um, yeah, we just want to make sure – Everyone's well-being is looked after, you know, through tough times. You know, the first lockdown we had was pretty pretty long. Mm. And then the second one and then the little third one. So, And you guys would have the same. So it's yeah. like, you know, we have to find reasons to keep functioning and getting through these hard times together, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and as we just mentioned, the Netflix binge, um, was there any show that you did start to watch, but you're like, nah, it's not good or it's not for me sort of thing? Uh, nah, nah. We watched the movie with the kids and not too big on much else, you know, and a lot of downtime with the family because they couldn't go anywhere, So, which is good. Yep. Training, Netflix, that was it. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. Um, oh, there was one other topic, um, but I had in mind. How do you like, word vomit? How do you like your steak? But if you don't, because you may be vegan or vegetarian, what's your go-to you know meal? You reckon I look vegan? No, I just <laughs> I just, like it's just more the last time I interviewed someone and I asked that question, they oh. straight up like, "No, nah, I'm vegetarian." It's like, oh shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we've we've tried we've tried them. Mm. You know, we went vegan for a little while, prescatarian, but uh, I like my steak medium rare. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good way to have Medium it. Medium rare. And with two eggs. With two eggs, okay. Yeah, well, you've got to have steak and eggs, mate. Yeah, steak and eggs. I usually have steak, eggs, and air-fried chips. And you Aussies have it with gravy, right? I don't have it with gravy, but yeah, a lot of Aussies do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a believer that if you season the steak well enough, you shouldn't yep. need gravy or sauce with it. Absolutely, well, we always have mushroom sauce for it anyway. Yeah, fair, fair. What's yeah. your what's your current beer of choice or alcoholic drink of choice? Is it Carver? <laughs> it is, mate. Yep. It is Carver. Um, we have these new I, – I don't mind a wine, actually. I like a Pinot Noir yep. or Pinot Noir Rosé with the wife. Um, we've got these vodka drinks over here too, but I'd rather a glass of wine or a, a drink of Carver for me. Yeah, nice. Yeah, any day. Yeah, fair. Uh, what are your thoughts on the NRL Grand Final rematch coming up tonight? Um, well, actually, it's coming up in about the next 10, 15 minutes. But when people watch this, I'll, you know. Um, yeah, it'll be Storm against the Penrith Panthers. Penrith have a few players out and the Storm have a few players out. I, I think how... They finished last year, the Panthers. They'll be wanting to get a bit of uh, one of that storm tonight. Yeah. You know, so they had that, they had that good run last year and they did. And they, kind of fell, they kind of fell short, you know. Like so the they, they, they didn't have a bad half all season except that one game where it counted. <laughs> I know. Not until the last game, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's a home game for them this week. So maybe they can get, you know, the, the win up over them. Is uh, Nathan Cleary playing or is he no, not? No, he's ruled out. But yeah. Pappenhausen is ruled out. Mm. You know, so that kind of levels the playing field a bit. Yeah. I wonder if the 5-8 for the Panthers was... Luai? 
Uh, yeah, I wonder if he'll step up. Yeah, I, I think he will. Um, mm. They've also got Coruscant out, um, so that should be interesting as well. I, I think it, it's literally a coin toss, but I, I think because it's a home game, the Panthers will have a little bit of yeah. that edge, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I reckon the Panthers may get up by four points, maybe. Oh, it literally, it may even go to golden point. It's, yeah. it's that much of a coin flip. So never, yeah, never say die, Melbourne Storm, eh? Exactly. Um, I think that about wraps it up. I've got genuinely nothing else to talk about. Do you no, have anything no. you want to talk about? Uh, no, mate. No, no. thank you for the opportunity, mate. 